Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. Uh, we got another guest for you today, an important one, actually, because he, he was a very important part to make this festival happen. Uh, but I'm going to let him introduce himself, man. Who, who do I got here today? Man, what's going on? First and foremost, uh, I am a partner and friend of OC. You understand what I'm saying? And that's my most important title, you know. But I'm Dizzy <laughs> Davis of Aeronautics, Aerolife. Aerodynamics. Yes, All day, every day. And I sure do appreciate you having me here. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and I mean, you've been definitely a friend of mine for years now. And actually, like, I feel like we've we've gotten closer over the years. And um, you're definitely a person who's, whose drive inspires me to, like, work. Because you are constantly working. Like, this past week, I mean, Chill Sounds was just this weekend. And you are you were somebody where you were in another state, like, right before... Like, uh, so yeah, we had another show busy. that same night. Yeah, <laughs> the same, literally the same night. Before up in Dallas at the same time, and then I was in Memphis the night before. Yeah, I came from Memphis, and then the night after Chill Sounds, we had to go to Houston. You've been busy, like, yeah. uh, Aer and Aeronautics has been busy, and you guys have been throwing a lot of shows. Um, how's that kind of been keeping that sort of schedule? Is I mean, it's it's definitely grown, and you guys are constantly like moving now and doing other stuff. Um, how's it? being able to do stuff out of state and, you know, consistently, like I think now? Uh, I mean, the reasoning behind it is we really want to keep up that momentum. I think it's very important, even if it's just in a metaphysical sense, to really take advantage of the momentum while it's there. Because, you know, things do get stagnant to a certain point, or you at least reach a plateau. So um, just keeping up with the schedule, really, I mean, it's not, it's not easy, especially we all have our personal lives and other things we do. You know what I'm saying? But... Uh, we want it, and then you also look at it like being busy doesn't necessarily equate productivity. And yeah, I think yeah, sometimes, I especially as like entrepreneurs, or I think like you said earlier, like project-driven people, we have that proclivity to spread ourselves thin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and just in the name of being busy because you feel productive. Uh, but I mean, I think everything we've done so far, I don't think any of it's been for nothing at all um even if it's like not a a gain in one aspect maybe we we got to a new venue we met some new artists we made some new clothing sales there's people all several continents where aeronautics closed you know what i'm saying so uh, that's part of it that incentive just that incentive for us and growing and growing we're on that stage where we just want to grow and grow and grow yeah you know, and I, a long way to go. I definitely feel like you guys have been doing that i mean first of all like aeronautics when I first started, like actually hearing about it, because I heard you guys through, through through DJ, is where like I met you and then and, and actually ended up meeting Tyron and like, like the whole like aeronautics was because like I think we, uh, under Oblivion was uh, you put us on like a show with like you guys and okay. that was the first time I saw him. I was like you know I was like what is aeronautics you know is it just a production company? It's like no like and I saw like I went to the venue and you guys like were selling clothes like your own clothing. I was like oh it's a clothing brand. It's like oh, not just a clothing brand like it's they're getting into shows and I feel like you guys are adding just more and more to kind of like the business but at, at the root of it like how what did it start as so i mean it started as an idea um and it started before i, I became a part of aeronautics it started with before i became part of aeronautics it started with tyrant tough daddy you know what i'm saying tyrant shout out Tyron. he's big shout out to that i mean he's 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 um he's instrumental to everything that goes on um him and, and another partner i have on my he's on my first project jc's pj oh okay um it started with him i think it was pj's project and then Tough Daddy grew it, so but it started off as clothing, clothing, and then it just it just grows. This is that that see the number one rule in business: 
find the problem, right? Is what I've heard how some I've heard some people phrase it. Um, it's like, okay, we have the clothes. How are we gonna get the clothes? We need somebody. We need some models. Okay, how else can we get it out there? Okay, let's get some rappers. Okay, dang. Well, these rappers need to get videos. Okay, well we can get behind videos. All right, well these rappers they need to perform. All right, well we can you know we can throw some stuff together you know and have them wear the clothes. You know, okay, well yeah. we need to get more people to wear the clothes. So we start. I'm then when I came is when we did our first tour. You know, because expansion is always big on my brain. Yeah. So um, when I came, we did the first tour. You know what I'm saying? And it was like. The artist wearing it. And then it goes from there. And then it's like some of the artists fell off uh, or they transitioned on to other things. Excuse me. And so then that's when like, I dropped a project and then we just did it off of my bag. And then Clay West pushed things, you know, with yeah. his brand. And then and D-Money and, you know, the Murder Munchies, the Wanda Johns, uh, Conspectual. So that, but that's just how it grew. That's how it grew. So that's, I mean, even now where you're talking about, like, you know, like you find your wins where like maybe you get a new venue and new, new things learning. I feel like that's, kind of the attitude you guys have had since the beginning and how like the network has grown you know what i mean like it's all um me and dj were talking about the other day but it's it's all networking it's like getting to know people figuring out how to how to get your you know your product into like how do we advertise them oh, okay you start meeting like you know musicians and rappers and stuff like that and how to get them to wear it um and then they're wearing it like oh how do we you know help them out and then like the stuff with the videos and the shows and you guys have kind of like primarily started and have been in like hip-hop for the most part at the like you know at the start at the like the conception of like the of aeronautics and stuff when you guys are getting to that but recently you've been getting into like a little bit like uh different genres and things like that right well we've been doing like we've been doing i mean subgenres of hip-hop we've touched all the subgenres. we've never like really put ourselves in any specific niche mm-hmm um, we've done everything from the backpacker raps that help us get to the intellectual, you know, lyrical, spiritual, miracle, spherical people or whatever. <laughs> we've done um, we've done more like, you know, urban, more street rap. Um, we've done all we've done like the alternative rap, the jerky rap. And then we've been doing R&B as a staple for some years now. Yeah. Every year we definitely have R&B. But, yeah, we've definitely done more and more bands. I think you guys, I think when UO, Under Oblivion, that show you're talking about at Lola's. Yeah, at Lola's. I think... That may have been our first flirtation with bands, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I, and then afterwards, that's always been the goal. Like, I want mariachis, I want you know reggaeton, I want country, I want blues. You know, there's a guy. His last name is a Wimberly. Shout out to him. He plays hip hop on a violin. I've really been trying to get him on something at the Mike Jones that's show. Right. That's right. That's what I was say. Like, yeah, you got him to play the little Mike Jones like yeah, intro there. So I, that's just all, that just goes with the expansion. Like, that's it. That's all it is, you know. And because from a from a fiscal perspective, I mean, right there, those people have money in their pocket too, mm-hmm. you know. But also, it's like from um, just a brand standpoint, you know, because the brand is bigger than us. There's people who can see the aeronautics and not associated with myself. Or Tough Daddy, you know, or, or anybody who's mm-hmm. ever worked with us. The brand itself is taking on its own life. And because it's a brand or an entity as opposed to a, an individual, right, it, it's so fluid. And like, its identity can You're be able being, to break, yeah. yeah it's, it's, really it's able to break into, like, mean. pretty much anything because it's not, it's not a person. It's not just one subcategory. You realize how it can just, like, spread across, like... Everything. It's just like you know, if if we're doing shows, like it, it literally can be associated with any type Anything. of show. Just you know what I mean? The shows. And yeah, the, the association with like you know what I mean, like with with chill sounds, it like it completely like explains that that was an entirely like you know mixed genre show, and you have yeah, like a super whole, eclectic. You know, you know, um, DJ's a. F-
fucking genius. DJ, we don't give him enough credit. I feel like he's like, uh, you know, I he he has that fear with ego and stuff like that. I was like, dude, like, do you see what you did? Like, I, I, you have to like accept the credit as far as like what you've done and like what he did like was create a a moment and like an experience for people to to come together that wouldn't normally listen to like any of this other stuff like the type of like just different crowds that like show up and hung out and just had a moment where they were all together and this and that you start realizing how mixed genre shows should be a bigger staple a bigger thing because you got to think about your own music taste like i know personally like from you like whenever we talk about music and we listen to like what influence like this song? Well, I mean, even your your music that you work on yourself is like so like different from each other. You're always trying to push it, but it's because you have so much musical influence that you take into a part. Like that's how the that's how the regular person listens to music. It's right. like they listen to so many different things. Like why wouldn't you want to go to a show where you have that kind of laid out for you as well? Where like oh I don't, I don't listen to just one genre of music or one type of band or or you know one type yeah, of the you casual know, listener isn't like excuse me for interrupting you. No, you're... but but the casual listener isn't like the artist, right? Was like who's really into um, Cajun bluegrass, uh, some kind of variant of you know whatever country music, you know. And if it's yeah. not that, he's not dealing with it, you know. Or if it's not uh, if it's not heavy like Death Clock, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then I, I love that reference because that's probably on the heaviest I'll ever go. Death Clock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If That's it's a not good one, Death though. Clock, then boys ain't finna... Most people aren't just like, all right, you know what? If it's... Uh, you know, you have some people who are like... Like those people who are like, oh, Metallica, no way. Too commercial. Or the same thing with, with Drake. I'll use Drake as a good example, right? Because yeah. Drake makes good music. And I can see why some people aren't into him. But there's like the people who really kind of like disdain him. Mm-hmm. But they're not the casual listener. The casual, li- the casual listener definitely loves uh, Cardi B. Yeah. And a song from Pooh Shiesty, and also probably a Tim McGraw song brings tears to their eyes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they've probably been to a party and drank to a Bad Bunny song, or to um, Tigres del Norte or whatever. You know what I'm saying. That's the one you cry to. Yeah, that's the one you cry to. Them real tears, you know. But so, but yeah, the casual listener is is very eclectic in them. I think. And their music choice. And I think DJ is a genius for doing that. And that's the whole point behind the name, Chill Sounds and Breakdowns, kind of trying to encapsulate, encapsulate everything. Um, DJ, is, it, that was crazy. It was very successful. Very proud of him. And you mentioned ego. People, people like that, I always say it's people like that. Because I know a lot of people who are like just really driven. Mm-hmm. I, I, even, I would even associate you in this category. Um, and this is just off the top of my head, but I would associate you with that category. Like... There's a certain amount of ego that successful people have to have because to even take on something, you have to have some kind of ego. You know, you have to have an ego that says, this is why I think I'm not a psychologist. What do I know? Mm -hmm. You have to have a certain amount of ego that says, you know what? No, I could get that done. Because that's what separates people from get it, who get it done and who don't get it done, which is one of the things we were talking about. It's like there are only a certain people amount of people that actually saw what you were trying to do and actually believed that you could get it done. And for the most part, like a lot of that was just you, you know what I mean? Like, cause you have the, you, you know, you had the vision of stuff. And I feel like even with me, when he would talk to me, he's like, Oh, you're trying to do that. But for a second, I would be like, 
that's kind of crazy. But then I was like, who am I talking to here? Like, okay, like I know that you're gonna like try to get this done no matter what, but it takes that much. It takes you having a, you know, for what lack of a better, like ride your own dick, like all the way to like be able to believe in yourself right. to actually get this stuff done. Cause if you are already doubting it, like it's not gonna happen. Like it takes somebody to be like, to, you know, shoot for the damn stars and just, you know, figure out how to get there on along the way, you know what I mean? And you might not get all the way there, but you'll get way past wherever you thought you were going to end up with or some other person thought you were going to end up with. And I feel like Chill Sounds and Breakdowns, after, like, even after its first iteration, you know, was just, like, pretty much just was, like, a mixed genre show. And that's that's kind of where it And we had a little bit extra, you know, like, uh, initially uh, planned there. But at the root base, it was just a show at a cool venue. And the transformation from that to, like, the second part of that is like insane. Insane how like that grew. Like just like in an amount of crowd alone that came like to see like it it definitely over doubled like the amount of people that we got uh, out of the first sure. one. And then it's not like uh it's not like, you know, it's just a bunch of the homies who came through, you know the hood came through the show. Yeah. There's people who wouldn't recognize, you know, any of us, you, you know what I'm saying, myself, DJ, Tough Daddy, whoever they wouldn't recognize, you know, couldn't tell us apart from a can of paint. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? They're just there because of, off of the inertia, the the event generated on its own. You know, and that says a lot. Yeah, that's when you know you have something. And then also, like like I was saying, you know, with, with, for people to get things like that done, especially at this time, when, first of all, they have to do it. There's like the Chinese proverb. It was like, uh, the man who says something can be done shouldn't interrupt the person doing it. You know, I don't know if you've yeah, ever heard that, I but, heard that, but that makes perfect sense. Right? Yeah. Right. It's exactly. You know what I'm saying? And also when people have when people are born like that which i think you have to be born or there has to be some really um life altering i guess events that 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 made you that way and by the time you get to like you know your later teens it at first it might be you know ego but after that i think like especially early 20s it's never baseless like you've displayed competence in something Along those lines, you know, maybe it wasn't a slam dunk, you know what I'm saying? But you display competence somewhere and that gives you reason that that feeds your ego and that gives you reason. Okay, maybe it wasn't perfect this time, but I can go bigger. Yeah, it's your previous it's your previous accomplishments, but more than more than that, your previous failures. Like it's how to figure out like, okay, I did this. And yes, let's celebrate this part, but let's figure out how to fix the fucked up part. The part that like didn't work. Okay, with that amount of experience and working on it over and over gives you the confidence to be like, oh, I can get something like this done because I've already fixed all these failures before and know and learn from this, and that's what I need to build this. And then you figure out from that one, like that one doesn't work out perfectly, and then you figure out how to make it, you know, from there and, and evolving. And I think that's an attitude that this, like, festival has had, and like Daniel's had, and I know that you have, like, with like with Aaron and, and with your music, with everything you do. It's like, how do I take what I've learned and build off from it? Because like I, I definitely have noticed that, um, in like what Arrow's been doing, like, lately. Like, I've just, like, been looking at, like, the shows, like, you guys have thrown based on, like, the shows when, like, I started, like, you know, first learning about you guys and, like, growth, man. Like, that's the, that's at the, at the base root of it. That's, like, what you see. It's, like, oh, like, just the juxtaposition between those two, like, experiences and shows and the brand itself and, like, what you guys have created. Like you said, it's no longer, like, 
Oh, Aeronautics. Yeah, that's that's my friend Dizzy's company, or that's you know Tyron's company, or that's you know this person's company. It's like no Aeronautics. Oh, they're the ones that threw this show. Oh, they're the ones that were out here doing this like the other day. It's more of like you're right. It's an entity now. It's become its own like thing. It's no longer just associated with like oh this is like what my friend's doing. It's like no, this is a company that's making these events, doing these things, like accomplishing these things as its own. Like it's, be it's becoming more. And like I said, it's just this growth thing. That's really nice to see. And just like amazing to see. And it's very driven. Like I'm like, you're one of the people that actually like inspires me all the time from like how busy you always are. Like you're always doing something. You're always like going somewhere. You're always in another city or working. Like currently I've never seen you like just stand still, you know, in a moment. And that's, I think one thing you have, but it's not, like you were saying, it's not just being busy to be busy. It's you are being busy with purpose, which is what Correct. we were just talking about. Trying to be. Trying, yeah, trying, trying to be. To be. Like That's it's, the intention. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like you said, like or like I said, you know, going full circle, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to conflate being busy with being productive because in many cases that can be counterproductive, right? Yeah. But um, if you're going in and you've got the – you've made it like an objective to no matter what happens to like – continue to develop your discernment um and then the momentum part the reason I, I mentioned momentum because whatever you believe in you know what i'm saying you still i don't know there's definitely to me there's definitely an element of like serendipity i guess is the word that mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to it you know what i'm saying like you have your moment you, you have several of them but you know you take advantage of that momentum as long as you're you know discerning when it's just a no-go and when it's a for show show and when it, it's a might be you know um i think that that'll that'll always help and it's funny, like you say, I'm so busy, and I always feel like, man, I'm. What else could I be doing? Because if you if you ever seeing somebody like you know DJ too, you know they're, uh, and Tough Daddy's like that too. Like they like, I mean, he's Tough Daddy's able to balance it a lot more now. You know what I'm saying? But um, some people like I see, and they like run themselves, like until they drop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Run themselves yeah. until they drop. And I don't, I don't, I don't go that hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at least not anymore. I don't run myself till I drop. But I, I definitely try to. Because, you know, to us, time is of the essence. And then there's just so much going on, so much. And there's people who, you know, like you, you know, like you're doing this. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, Lord knows I'm very happy. You know what I'm saying? I really see my, my place in that story. I really know how I can support you, especially once I kind of figure out, or I guess once you express exactly where you're going with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I definitely want to be able to support. That's, that's very big to me. Mm -hmm. That's something that I would love to put on my plate. Then, of course, there, there's the clothing part. There's me as an artist part. You know what I'm saying? There's the the other endeavors that, that go on. You know what I'm saying? Um, just trying to go. There's people around you who inspire you. There's like, there's like a Murder Munchie, you know what I'm saying? And a Wanda John who they mingle with, you know, the upper echelons of the area. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I see them, and then they, they lean on me for certain things. You know, they, they bang my line. I'm like, all right, I got to come through because those, you know what I'm saying, those are real ones. You know what I'm saying? Same with Tough Daddy. He, if you saw my phone, he'll tell you. Uh, DJ will tell you, too. They get mad because I do not. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I do not respond. You see how I respond. To this. <laughs> I respond. Like, right now, like, if I look at my phone, and this is after I just cleared it out, I got 231 missed calls and 1,000. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if the camera can see that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. I, That's insane to me. Oh, I, my God. I get a lot. And then there's other things, you know, I got going on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, no. yeah, I work in the community and stuff and, um, you know, family life. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, other endeavors like with property and stuff. So, I'm always... Doing something, but I don't run. As you can see, I don't run myself silly. I don't yeah. respond to everything, <laughs> you know. And I know that makes a lot of munchy too, munchy. I was like, man, cause you 
hey, I'm trying to talk to you about something. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll be, be like, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? But I don't run myself silly. But I'm surrounded by so many great people, including yourself. It's like, okay, we got to make it happen. It's just like we got the, we got, we have everything. In my opinion, we have everything that a, um, that a, that a Microsoft had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When all of the talent, the dedication, whatever they had going on in that garage, I feel like in our circle we have that. It's just, it's just realizing that it's one realizing that it can be done. Like no matter what, like you have equipment stuff. There's resources that you don't tap into, and then you realize that you do have, and you have places where you can pull these things from, and realizing that. Just because you're looking like at where you want to go and realize like, oh, look at these people. They're doing what I want to do. That's the type of podcast that I want to do. That's the type of show that I want to throw. This is where I want my brand to be. You can't get there without going through like the rough part of it or starting off like in the nitty gritty with like what you working with just what you have. Like, you know, if it's not going to look like that end product, you're at least starting there and you start learning. Like that's how like. Honestly, with like with this, like I've never like in my life like run a podcast. Like I've all like my only experience is that I listen to them. Like I know a little bit about cameras that I've learned over the past year by like running a vlog that I like like doing, just enjoy doing, and I realize like, awesome okay. Vlog. <laughs> but and all that's like all that stuff like for me was like oh that's just that was just for me that was just being silly, that's being funny because I enjoy doing it, and then realizing like oh like when I started when I did the first one. And, uh, and like, edited and did everything. I was like, I have, like, gained skills that I'd, like, if you would ask me if I had them. Because I know you, and we've talked about this, so we've had, like, ideas and stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And then I'll just try it and be like, oh, like, it turned out like this. Like, it turned out pretty well. Like, okay, build. Build from that. Like, there's always, like, stuff to build from. It's just whether you're going to be, like, have the courage to actually build. And then um, it's just, yeah, you you are definitely one of those people that yes is working and you you work with purpose but there's a way to get there and we definitely have like the talent around here to do it like that's one thing with like chill sounds and even this podcast i realized i'm like oh because one of my thoughts is like what if i don't have like anybody to to come by what if i don't know enough and i realized like how many people i know that do something um and chill sounds was a really like good showing of that because i'm like oh like those vendors i knew some of them and some of them i didn't i'm like oh let me get to know them let's find out like this is and this is all here you know what i mean this is not even like i don't even have to walk like you know i, I don't have to drive not even five minutes to like see right. like all this like talent and people creating things and making this and doing their own business and hustling just like people are out there doing it and like again just they just add like that fuel to that fire and be like oh, okay they're doing it look what they are they got there by starting off like doing you know not not as well you're starting in the garage you know what i mean like exactly you know what i mean like doing whatever you need and to dfw get there. quote me on this dfw you know what i'm saying like man food dfw is is the next it's it's bigger to me the only thing we just lack is the the scenery you know but dfw is gonna be bigger than uh la it's gonna be bigger than a new york i think even combined like we have the population, so I mean, obviously that increases the probability of the talent. We have the talent, uh, we have the resources, and people are starting to um, kind of put that creative infrastructure down. Yeah. You know, shout out to Creators Don't Die, Mega Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Years on the road with that dude. So uh, we have it, and all we got to do is just lift it up 
And I think here, I mean, what do we got, like 10 million people in the whole DFW, something like that? I think so. And then as it starts to bleed into Oklahoma, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's insane. I mean, they, we can, the t- and then the, the, we're importing talent from, you know, the other corners of the, the continent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can, we got everything, you know? And then even, and it even doesn't matter, DFW might be, might not be the, the, the easiest on the eyes as yeah. far as the backdrop, but I mean, we got... Galveston, we got El Paso, we get mm. mountains this way, that way, we get swamps this way, we get prairie this way, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot going on here, so um, uh, I think that there are going to be, man, we've already got so many millionaires, it's so easy to make money here. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy how easy it is to make <laughs> money here, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, we've got so many people who I think, and who've already made so much money, but we got a lot of upcoming um, uh, successful people. I don't want to, you know, quantify with money but mm-hmm. um we've got a lot of upcoming six successful people yeah because i was i was talking it. to somebody and uh i was like you know what it's crazy because i was like oh, okay people like this is just a local fest i go but you what we don't realize is that our local dfw is gigantic i look that's what i was telling uh dj because i had like this dude i think he was from one of the carolinas he was like this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't say it like that, but he was like, this is crazy. This is, you know, and whatever, I don't know what part of Carolina he was mm-hmm. from, what, which 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 major city was closest to whatever town he was from. He was like, this is, is nuts out there. And I think there was another person from some other state, but I think it was maybe like Virginia. Yeah. Right? Maybe even West Virginia. I don't know, which would explain a lot, but he was also like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just moved back here from, you know, name your state. You know, um, no, like, other places, I've been like, I don't want to hurt any feelings. Right? I don't <laughs> want to hurt any feelings. But man, you know, I don't know. Man. They not, they not doing it like us. And you know, what's uh, you seen Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. What do they call the ABQ? Oh, Albuquerque. Yeah, the ABQ, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, right? Because mm. this is a much bigger place. Yeah, like you know? we're, uh, we are definitely like if you like grow up here and have been in this, like we've, I, I, we are definitely like spoiled by the amount of like music and culture and stuff that comes around that we don't realize like because you can go to another like city and state and be like oh like you have like two venues in the whole town or like there's only like a handful of like musicians that are actually like out there like doing something when here yes you run into like there's so many of them and it's hard to stand out but as far as like the pool of talent there's so much to appreciate around just from like a like from a fan or a spectator part of it, or just like being able to like being able to go out any night of the week and catch someone doing music somewhere is amazing. Somewhere here, and even though it's spread out, so like if you're from like a New York or something, you'd be like, "Well, you, you can't walk there." Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, I get that. You know, yeah. you can't walk there over here, but no, I mean it's 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 crazy, and I mean that's also why expansion is such a is at the forefront. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. of our of our goals because it is very very easy. You know what I'm saying to to just stay in Texas. Yeah. Because and, and especially like with like artists, you know what I'm saying. I see this even with some bands, and I see it more and more with rappers. Once you get popping in Texas, you almost don't even feel the need to expand like that because when you got Houston, the the, the fourth biggest, sometimes depending on the year, the third biggest city in the country. When you've got San Antonio up the road, just a couple million shy of whatever Houston population is four million, four point mm-hmm. something million. Then you got Dallas. 
You know what I'm saying? Then you've got Austin, the millions. Then you've got DFW all together, which, you know what I'm saying, is like 11 million people. And that's not counting like the El Pasos. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's not counting the, the smaller towns and all the colleges that we have here. True. You know, yeah. I, you, you almost feel the need. And then, you know, you might flirt with Louisiana. You might bat your eyes at Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You might say what's up to Arkansas. But you really almost never feel the need to leave because there's so many ways to capitalize off of the space, the population, and the resources here, which is why like, I've always kept it to the forefront because I, I know artists, you know what I'm saying? And even like a lot of artists whose blueprints I follow, you know, who I, who I yeah. really look up to, um, they, just, they just do the Texas run. They're going to go hit South Padre during spring break. They're going to, you know, get them a show in Houston, you know, three times a year, something like that. They're going to mm-hmm. do it in San Antonio. You know, they're going to do it in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? They they hit the, kind of the smaller clubs in Fort Worth, Arlington. They might hit that El Paso, hit that Austin, hit that Waco. You know what I'm saying? Go get to East Texas, go to Tyler, hit the College Towns, Prairie View, Nacogdoches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Corpus Christi, you want to go make some money? Go to the Valley. They spend money like crazy in the Valley. The Valley, the Valley is insane. I went to Corpus <laughs> Christi once. I, it blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? Or twice. Been to Corpus Christi twice and it blew my mind. Um, the McAllen's just so. It's so much here. You almost say, "Well, I need to go to Los Angeles for you know." Yeah, those crazy people. You 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 just gotta like take advantage. Yeah, and like I mean, I don't personally have any experience with LA, but it feels like people go out there and like. I feel like here you can get all that and then not kind of like lose yourself in like the LA of it all, like the Hollywood stuff, and you know what I mean. Like, um, it's from what I can see for the most part. Like, if people like when they like move out there and stuff like it's a whole different attitude. Where here. I feel like you can keep your like hometown feel, the roots mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but still experience these shows and like the people and the scene that you know the LA is gonna offer you, and like uh, or or you know like New York or anything like that, depending on what you're doing. Like I feel like you can find it here, and yeah, I think people do get spoiled by it and can be like, oh, like I can just stay here and like play these shows and just like I mean, example like the the shows that like you know you've been like throwing out in Houston and like out in like Dallas and stuff like that have been like just absolutely insane you know what i mean like they've been crazy and that's something that you can take advantage all in the same state like here you can play those cities that you're talking about and still have incredible turnouts incredible shows all without leaving the state you know like it's right. it's insane and those cultural like i guess that that nuance right that, that you really have to recognize between like the um kind of general i guess feel between here and there like here in los angeles use yeah. as an example uh, it's not arbitrary because it is much easier to stay here where you can find, like, the connection between people, you know what I'm saying, just the way we interact. Because there is a difference between, like, the cultures, right? Yeah. Especially, like, if you get into, like, you know, the industry or whatever. And then you head out there. And not only just, like, just the laws, that'll, like, throw you off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you go out there from here and it's like, wait, well, we can't do what? Like, you... Or you're like, oh, if we get caught doing this, this is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. since, you know, COVID and everything happened. You know, the, the attitude towards things and is very COVID different. COVID was pretty rough out there. Like, yeah. I mean, we was in there last time. Uh, DJ was there. I think we were in um, San Diego. Yeah. We went to Mexico. We were in San Diego. And uh, <laughs> the Uber dude pulled up. <laughs> and Tyrant, he ain't have a mask. And so he just tried to get in like this. And the dude was like, where's your mask, man? And he was all like, oh, I don't have one. All right, close the door. I got to go. Oh, no mask, no ride. What? <laughs> yeah, and we was kind of tripping, which, you know, you never know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, for all you, dude could have all kinds of stuff going sure, on to where sure. he, he can't, you know what I'm saying, have any slip-ups. 
So it's all good. But in Texas, like in Memphis, uh, or just the South, I just use Memphis. We're in Memphis. I had an Uber driver man, or a Lyft driver, and he was like, hey, man, you ain't got to wear that if you don't want to, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got my shot, man. That's what he's I got my shot. <laughs> my, them, them people gave my shot, man. I don't know what was in it, but that guy got my shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, you know, just the attitude is, I mean, that's just really different. That has to do with, like, of course, geo, geopolitics, regular politics, you know what I'm saying? But I won't lie, it is nice out there. I mean, if it wasn't for, like, certain things about California, I would love to live in, like, a San Diego or something. Cause that's what I've heard about it, yeah, like, out there. That's why, like, um, I do want to see it, which I, I'm glad at the end of the month, month. I actually, uh, I'll, I'll be flying out there and checking it out. I've never been out there. But I know, like, you've gone out there quite a bit. Even, like, DJ has told me, like, that as far as, like, weather and just, like, scenery and just being able to see stuff, it's, like, beautiful. And I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, okay, like, yeah. No, it's crazy. That's part of, and, you know, speaking of, like, aerodynamics done for me, like, I've got some, I know I've told you about, I've got a lot of visa things going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So one of them, too, like, I'm really trying to get, like, the, the Portugal one because it's, like, it's, like, California without the communism in some people. So. <laughs> no, I'm halfway kidding. Halfway, halfway, kidding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, no, no. I mean, yeah, it's really nice, and it does. It just changes the attitude. And then, like I say, you know, just the and then also like the scene. But also, I will say this: like specifically Dallas, maybe not so much Fort Worth, maybe not so much Houston, San Antonio a bit. But like I'll say, Dallas is really similar to to LA in the sense of like that, um, or just what we were talking about, chill sounds, which is the casual listener. So maybe um throwing over a, a generalized blanket but um is that that um mixed crowds because like in dallas we'll throw a show and i mean you will have the the hoodest of the hood you know what i'm saying <laughs> you name your name your hood in dfw name your north side name your stop six name your the grove name your oak cliff you know highland hills whatever you can that'll be in the same room as a bunch of kids from they might even be from the same neighborhood. You know how it is here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They might be from the same neighborhood. But he's wearing like a choker with a chain. He might have on lipstick. He wants to <laughs> mosh. You know what I'm saying? And he's next to the dudes who are over there, you know, doing the Dougie. Or the dudes who are too cool. They got yeah. too many guns on them to dance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and then, you know, then you also have some kids who went to um, a South Lake Carroll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and they're in the same place. And I will say like, Dallas specifically, you see it more. You see it also in like forward. You see it in DFW. You see it a little bit in Houston. You see it more in San Antonio and Dallas and LA where those people like mix up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those people mix up from the, the SoundCloud rappers to the to the to the trappers to to whoever they 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 mix up and they come and show out. It's this, like the the concert market here. You know, letting the cat out the bag, but I don't think it's a secret. You know what I'm saying? The concert market here is insane. It's insane. The what? Here? The concerts, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. I mean, that's why, like, any tour you ever see, I, I guarantee you, like, 8.5 out of 10. And I, I really almost want to go and say 9.5, but because it's off the cuff, I'll say 8.5 of the, the um, if anybody's on a tour from what, almost whatever genre, they're going to stop in Dallas. Yeah. Or, you know, it might be Arlington, you know what I'm saying? But they're going to stop in DFW. But that's literally, have like, to. The, the area that we have covers so much, like, they they can stop Fort Worth, Arlington, or Dallas, and they're still like getting you're still getting the same people. crowd. Yeah. You're still getting that whole area because none of those are like 
crazy far from each other where you're not going to go like see your like favorite artist coming to town that's actually like if someone's playing in dallas that i really want to see i'm like oh that's only in dallas like it's 40 minutes away i can drive there or whatever right you know if it's opposite coming in if it's arlington whatever like and and now that like music venues are popping up bigger ones like uh what the the toyota like pavilion now popped yep, up now yep. in like what that's that's uh irving uh, is it irving irving or arlington, arlington something, like Karen, that. something like that yeah. up there but uh, but still, like they're pop, like bigger venues are popping up now. We have what the Dickies Arena here in Fort Worth. Yeah, you see, they just put the uh, Bull Show. Like I guess they took it from Las Vegas. Oh, the PBR, yeah, the, the, it's a PBR. It, it, I don't know PBR? what it's called. Uh, something like that. I don't know. You said BB something, and my brain went somewhere else. <laughs> PBR is a beer, but I think it's oh, a, I think it's the name of that thing too. I don't know. Uh, but they took it from Las Vegas, which where it's been since yeah, inception. Yeah, I just saw and it. Now it's officially has a home. I don't know if it's true. I only saw it on Facebook. I but, saw no. I saw the announcement, like the announcement, announcement video and stuff. Yeah, they were announcing it. That's that's big. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's that's a huge thing that's coming here. Yeah, it's a lot of money. You see how they shooting? I don't know what the movie is, but they're shooting it in the stockyards. Oh, yards. the uh, the uh, Yellowstone show. It's like yeah. a it's like a show on HBO Max or something like that. But and it's then, got like they these, have like big names in it. Like no, Brad yeah, yeah. It's Paisley, got a uh, Tim McGraw there. Tim McGraw is there. I can't remember the other Cheryl guy's Crow name. Cheryl Crow got the mustache. Or the mustache. Willie Nelson. No. Or the mustache. He's a country singer. No, he's not a country. He's just an actor. But anyways, yeah, they were doing it here, and I think they did a few things in Weatherford. But like, part of the stockyards is like a whole like, set right now. A whole set, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right there on exchange, like in the middle of like that whole thing. Like they're using that, you know. Which what is mean? crazy because you and I know, growing up, <laughs> it was like, don't nothing ever happen here, bro. Man. <laughs> don't nothing ever happen here, man. Nothing. You know, it what literally I mean? was that. But like, stuff is getting revamped. The freaking like down in the stockyards, the damn ISIS theater just got remade, yep, yep, and yep. now it's like hosting like all these things. I remember like, passing Haltom Theater. You know what I'm saying? Um, whenever as a kid, you know what I'm saying, and it was like all in, you know, disrepair. It was it was you know messed up or whatever, and. Um, now you know we've done every Tuesday there this year. You know what I'm saying? Now you've had like Mike Jones yeah, perform there. Mike Jones, bad astronauts. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jeff, all kinds of people. You know what I'm saying? And I remember even um, what's the place we used to do on the west side of a What's the name? The Wrigley. There you go. Oh, Ridgely. The Ridgely. The Ridgely. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? There too. You know what I'm saying? And what's it called? Like I think um, I know Paul Wall. It was just there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Five legends and stuff. So yeah, a lot of every everything is growing here, and we're glad to be growing with it. And then I'll say it, you know, I I've, I definitely have reason to believe that we are part of pushing this forward. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's places, and this is, and I'm I'm, I'm actually saying this part uh, for for tough daddy. You know what I'm saying? But um, I've seen because I'm I'm a bit more quieter than him in that respect, but I've definitely seen how. All right, we apologize about that cut. Uh, had a little technical difficulty, but you were saying the uh, kind of having a big part of like pushing push. pushing this forward. Now, one hundred percent, and the reason the justifications I have behind that statement are, I've seen venues that are very popular now that did, and this is just us playing our role. I'm not saying we need any flowers for it. I'm only mentioning our part in it yeah but i've seen venues that are very busy now that hold huge things now huge festivals whatever and i remember when we were the ones who were doing things there when no one else was yeah right and i've seen their price go up same with certain artists you know what i'm saying there's artists that we took it on their first tour or we got their first videos or they were maybe one of the first artists we sponsored with the clothes um or we just you know through some of their biggest shows and I've seen how they're on these lists and how they're on a different level. 
You know, so I, I feel like we're a part of that. And no, definitely. It makes me proud. I would definitely say that, especially like, I mean, you guys are definitely a big part of that and in, in the work that you've been doing because you, like I said, you see it. You've seen your artists grow. You've seen, like, especially like the way, just the sheer, like, work and volume that you guys are putting into all these shows. And, like, that, the way you guys showed me a new way of, like, throwing, like, shows, especially, like, when we, okay, so I think one of the first, like, <coughs> sorry, I think, like, uh, experiences I remember, like, with you guys working with, uh, with, like, DJ was the uh, Red Goose show. The oh, Punk Drunk Punk Goose. Goose. Yeah, Drunk Punk Goose, that one. Yeah. <coughs> sorry. Um, That was, like, my first experience with it, and that shit was insane. That shit was crazy. And it was another, like, one of those mixed genre shows. Red Goose is a tiny venue that, like, hosted like very small artists and would bring out like a few people but the fact that that place was packed out that night and was just i was like oh it takes it takes the right amount of work the right amount of attitude to get these shows done they can be done that's one of the things that kind of flipped my switch on like the attitude of like throwing shows i'm like you can throw a successful show um and get people out you know get people out that wouldn't come to these shows and get it packed out if you create the right environment on it. If you deliver on these like shows and have the shows be like, have the shows be lit and great and people have a great time and it spreads and now people want to go to like Arrow shows because like they know that when they show up, like it's going to be a crazy, like uh, Creators Don't Die, like that one show like that uh, that I help you work, like that show was insane. Like when I looked inside there, like that, that, that whole like, I was like, oh, uh, I run the parking lot and the parking lot was full and like, I don't know, the first, like, half hour to, th like, an hour of being there. Like, I didn't even have to work the parking lot because I was like, I'm, I ran out of space. Like, find somewhere to park, like, over there. Like, it filled up so fast. And you guys have that experience with, like, similar experience with, like, all these shows that you guys throw where they just, like, pack out because I feel like people are associating the brand with, like, that type of show. Like, that type of show is going to be good. Like, I'm, I want to go to that and be part of that, like, event because I know, like, if I go, it's going to be a great time. And I think you guys have definitely, like, very, like, well have, like, created that um, that association with your brand. And very, um, like, very well earned because you guys have proven it over again and know how to put on these shows. And have learned, like I said, from other shows that you guys have thrown and just gotten better at it. So I definitely, definitely think that you guys are definitely a big driving force in, like, what the shape of, like, you know, concert venues and things are going. Oh, thank you. No, thank absolutely. You. And we... And even though I feel like this is because, I mean, like I said, we, we are in a special moment in history. We have momentum. But I also, even though I think it's kind of like tacit, uh, I'll go ahead and say, you know, explicitly like, well, it's also, you know what I'm saying? It's that formula. You know, it's that formula. It's because it's, I mean, the the luck, right? Like the serendipity, that's it. Or, or the lack of luck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's one thing. Uh, and that's a part, the the artist, you know, that's a part, the venues, everything's a part. But I think the true uh, connective tissue that allows that whole, that allows all those tenants to form a muscle that, that, that does its job is 100% the, the work we've put in and our understanding of the market and our understanding of how I'm going to do things because there's a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, who 
who do what we do on every front, you know, especially in a place this big, you're going to always have a lot of people who do what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, you sing, there's going to be a bunch of singers. You make clothes, a lot of people make clothes. You cut hair, a lot of people cut hair. You know what I'm saying? You, whatever. You're a teacher, a lot of teachers. You know what I'm saying? You throw shows, you rap, whatever it is you do, there are people who do it as well. And in a place like this, there's going to be a lot of people who do it, you know? Yeah. Um, It's not like we're in like a... Whatever, pick your, you know, bum Egypt or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people who do it, so it, it's taking years to to get to this. And, and to be honest, we could, you know, part of it is also being stubborn too. We could be a lot, a lot bigger, but we do our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of these days, you know what I'm saying? It, it's gonna. Well, when when our time comes, you know, Lord willing, um, I don't know. I think people are gonna kind of trip out, like see where we yeah. start to to where we where we end up. You know, and shout out to the. Smooth Vegas, shout out to the Immortal Soldiers. I I don't know. I've given them shout out on on camera before, but I'll do it here too. You know what I'm saying? They're a big part of us, even though I think I've seen, well, like I've seen them growing up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like selling their CDs in the hood. But I think like in person, I think I maybe seen them like three times, three four times. Yeah. But um, they're they're a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Because the day they they decided to um stamp uh one of the songs that I did. You know what I'm saying? That. <laughs> That that changed even that honestly changed the whole course of aeronautics. Same with Smooth Vega, you know what I'm saying? Like that changed the whole course because uh, that was a market we weren't doing because we were really like Dallas, 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 mm-hmm. Dallas, Dallas till I came in. You know what I'm saying? Then we did the first tour when I came in, and then because um, we did a little bit of Fort Worth in the beginning, like the Aardvark, kind of like that TCU area. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Aardvark, yeah. Man. What you know about that? You know what hey, I'm saying? It's an old one, man. Yeah, right you know there, what I'm saying? TCU, the, uh, yeah, the Grotto. Dude. Uh, all kinds of other places, oh my you know. But they, but them, you know, um, throwing us that bone, so to speak, uh, helped us. Well, it helped me as an artist, obviously. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I still get a lot of love. Bait just, I mean, it's truly based off of the support that they gave me. They they gave me to a new market. Yeah, like I was already doing my thing, no doubt. But uh, they they gave me that stamp, and I will I I appreciate them for eternity. But um, that helped us move more in uh, Fort Worth, you know. And, of course, Wanda John Murder Munchie, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was with Murder Munchie the other day. I need to give him his flowers, too, because <laughs> I was in a studio with him the other day. And uh, him, Wanda John, and, you know, his artists, you know, uh, PB, yeah. uh, Greg, uh, we got another one, Rod, BG Rod. And then, you know, Solo Lucci, he was in there. Solo Lucci got, like, songs with Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying? Videos with Chris Brown. Oh, what? Yeah, he pops in, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they be with, like, Half Pint. And all them other people, you know what I'm saying? Big Yabo, all kinds of other, you know, great artists that we got. Which, I mean, those are all associated with, like, the the bigger names, right? The Yellow Beezies, the Mo3s, the the Trap Boy, Freddies, the Yayos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and, and they, they've given us, um, they definitely help with, like, you know, uh, they play their part. That's what yeah. I said, they play their part, you know? So. Yeah, you play their part, and you're talking about, like, earning that stamp, like, on your, on your tracks, which... That that too, just seeing you like working. I mean, luckily, like this over the past year, like I've gotten to see you work a little more closely on like your writing, and that again, it's just your your same work ethic applies to like the way you write like music, and it honestly like I just like that's why I sit in on a lot of like your sessions and just like just to see you write because you come in with like an idea, and by the end, I see you record like two or three songs like that day, and that. To me, like me being a songwriter too, like it takes me months <laughs> to get mm-hmm. something done. But 
and for it to be cohesive and the way like you can piece things together like I'm just like sitting there I'm like and admiring I was like how like how do you work that in your mind so like your writing process is very very interesting to me because like I just like it's one thing I actually touched up on uh with Riker when we were talking about it's like um co-writing songs and just like writing with other people mm-hmm. um helps kind of build your own writing up so that's why like I really was like fascinated to watching you like write and how you approach things because um because it helps me look at things from a different angle and how to write something um but as far as like uh in your music i guess like now we can move on to that your uh music endeavors i know you've like been working kind of non-stop and i think i from what i know like you're sitting on a uh quite a bit of music like currently like uh are you planning like any anything releasing soon or or anything with that or so I, I guess that's where I lack, you know what I'm saying, definitely as an artist, like dropping stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like this year I dropped it. Like I dropped Black Men Don't Cheat. Mm-hmm. I dropped uh, Favela Flow. Uh, these are all the music videos I've dropped anyway. Yeah. Black Men Don't Cheat, Favela Flow. Um, I know I dropped something else. It's just not coming to my brain. Then I'm going to drop like something else. But um, yeah, I, I like to sit on a bunch of music because uh, when it's that time, like I said, it's momentum. Yeah. You know, because there's two ways I guess you can like um, perceive momentum i guess or how to take advantage of momentum like either build it up you know what i'm saying or take advantage of it when it's there yeah so um i'm just waiting on the momentum but i also like i love just to record like i love to make music like if i could i would just make it every day you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and, I, and you know like i know you know what I'm saying? i like to make different kind of music you know what i'm saying I yeah. like, to, like if you even go like you know through my the my first project uh arrow afterlife you know what yeah. i'm saying like from side nigga nation to Northside I want to catch his hooks of all time you know what I'm saying I, I love making anything like the stuff we've done here like Hallelujah yeah um, Black Men Don't Cheat for Vela Flow like I love I like music a lot you know I like a lot of um, alliteration I like a lot of illusions uh, obviously I always love to reference other people's work in my, my work mm-hmm. you know but yeah yeah I'm gonna drop some of it uh, I just like to get the videos built up you know and everything built up and then just launch it because as I start to rub shoulders with different folks you know what i'm saying and have mm-hmm. the opportunity to perform in front of bigger people because you know yeah. I, I perform often and i'm you know sometimes in front of huge crowds sometimes it's in front of smaller crowds you know yeah. what i'm saying um in fort worth they always show me love mm-hmm. dallas i get some i get love in dallas too you know what i'm saying i get some love in dallas too um san antonio showed me a lot of love la la i get some love you know what i'm saying i get plays yeah. out in la I've, I've hit there enough i get some love out there so I, i'm gonna start dropping mo you know what i'm saying and but as of right now, you know, it's just about uh, when when I'm ready to go, yeah. just making it be consistent. That way it's, you know, we got 50 locked and loaded. So, and if I just keep working like how I'm working, then it'll never stop, you know, kind of like that little Wayne approach, I guess. Yeah, just you know? kind of right. And- you, just, you just go and go and go and go. But since I don't have the luxury maybe to just always just completely dedicate myself to just making music, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or, or maybe I do have the luxury. Maybe I just don't have the, the commitment. Yeah. Um, I I'd rather have it all backed up that way when I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm going for years on end. This is gonna. You want to pick stop. you. You also want to pick your moments, and I feel like that's kind of like what you're doing. You're you're waiting for the moment where you're like ready, like okay, the momentum has been built, or like the the moment is here, like to do it. But you want to make sure that you can, if you're gonna start dropping stuff, that you're gonna be able to keep consistent with it and drive the force, kind of thing. I guess like you want to. 
if you're dropping music, you want to be able to actually like take advantage of like, okay, I'm dropping music. That means I'm going to take advantage and play more shows and like do exactly. this and have like a whole like plan set up. More not just like just start dropping stuff at random and just like let it sit and simmer with people. Like you have like, which is cool because you have like, you, you have a plan that you're kind of waiting on just to implement. That's, that's kind of just what it feels like is that yeah, you, you, you have, you have this music and I'm like, yeah, like I could just start dropping stuff. Yeah, it's written. It's been written, you know, and it's been like recorded. But like you again, it goes back to like not just working to stay busy, but working with purpose. Like I don't, I want to drop this music because there's a point to it. Like I'm, I have a purpose to like I'm gonna start playing shows. I'm gonna do this, or I'm, I have plans for this. Um, and then that you actually have like a a purpose for like what your music is, which again, it's music that you work on that you you know dedicate time to. You want to make sure that it gets the love that it deserves and the worth that it deserves and like the, what the work that you put into it you don't yeah, want to just yeah, yeah exactly gets a pre i mean you know as an artist too you know what i'm saying gets gets like um it doesn't have to necessarily be appreciated but you know gets out gets hurt right i mean that's why we i think 56 said that one time i don't know if he said it about like nas or somebody he was like um hey, i don't know who it was but he was whoever the artist he was talking about said like oh you know whatever this album didn't sell well because i made it for me and then I think 50 said, which I mean, he's a commercial giant, so he would yeah. say this, but I think 50 said, like, um, if that music was just for you, you should have stayed in the basement listening to that shit in your headphones. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, uh, is it getting it out? You know, like, and I, I got core people, you know, who I definitely need to take care of, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you know, my hood loves me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 100%, they, you know, shout out to the North Side, you know what I'm saying? They love me like a lot show me a lot of love spend a lot of money with me stream my stuff tag me and everything come up in my face when they're drunk if i'm at like the walmart <laughs> on jacksboro and just hard hell <laughs> go up to other people you know what i'm saying and do it you know what i'm saying i get shown a lot of, shut my haters down you know what i'm saying yeah I get a lot of love in the hood so you always got to take care of like your you know your diehard fans too but you know like i said like the word of the day expansion you yeah know what i'm saying that's that's the big thing, growth. Which goes with everything, because I know, like, some of the new songs, like, the ones that you've recorded, kind of, like, delved into that, you know what I mean? Like, I know uh, Black Man Don't Cheat was, like, you digging into, like, your, your singing a lot more that you had been working right. on. And that's, like, an expansion in itself, you know, that now, like, you're spreading it into, like, a lot more things. The uh, I know you're recording, like, songs now. You... you learning languages and like i know like spanish is one that you're like fluent in and like portuguese i think you're learning and then you're kind of like working that out so that um i know you've like i've written like some some music like delving into like that kind of like learning that you do another expansion another branch off of that you know what i mean like you learned another language so like oh, okay why couldn't i make music in that language that i just learned yeah, exactly and, and and you're like you're just doing it you know what i mean which adds to just your learning your expansion your you know, just growth overall, and as as an artist, you know what I mean. Even like, whatever may come of those songs, like you're writing them is a big part of it. Just because you can get that idea out, like even whatever you know may come of that song later or whatever you written, I feel like you, the fact that you take took time to write a song and put it out, and I'm sorry, write a song, record it, and work on it. That's like the amount of effort that that like talent or you know a uh, new learning that you did you like oh i learned something i actually like made something with what i learned you know and, and applied it to something so you at least give it that respect to it you know to that project it's like oh i 
I respected that learning enough that I actually like put it to practice in something. Like and there's that artistic motivation behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. I mean, you know, you would certainly appreciate like nice numbers, making some bread off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, 100. percent But there's also like, uh, like okay, for example, whoever I don't know who originally wrote Hallelujah. Yeah. And I don't know if you know who originally wrote Hallelujah, right? But most of us Jesus? know. Jesus. Yeah, maybe it was Jesus. <laughs> but maybe um. What's the dude's name? Jeff Buckley? Is that how you say his name? Jeff Buckley? I think so. All right. It's like, I've never actually heard. I've only read it in the YouTube title but, <laughs> or like on Apple Music or whatever. But I mean, he immortalized that song, right? Like that song will probably always be more closely associated with him than the yeah. original writer. But I mean, there's there's got to be some satisfaction. I mean, unless you're a complete narcissist, there's yeah. got to be some satisfaction, which I mean, I wouldn't even see how that wouldn't feed your ego if you wrote mm. that song. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jeff Buckley interpreted it, but whoever wrote it, you know, is immortalized as well. Yeah. Even with the um, because Bob Dylan wrote all along the Watchtower, right? Get out of my brain, dude! <laughs> Why was I about to bring that example up? Because I was like, it's a first example. All like the Jimi Hendrix version yeah, of that that's song the is one like everybody, the one that the you one, jam. Yeah. But I remember when I was like, oh, like I I looked, I was like, this is a great song, and it's like, oh, Bob Dylan wrote it, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, and it's it's always gonna be. No matter like how good that Jimi Hendrix version is, like Bob Dylan wrote that song, you know what I mean? Like so, it's at one no, point and it gets like it. influenced. Like, yeah, to even um like I use a zero since zero is one of my favorite artists. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A zero song is almost for show. I mean, a zero song, not like zero is definitely gonna use like um he's gonna flip an old song. You yeah. know what I'm saying because he he likes to sing. He's gonna flip an old song, right? He it's very likely he might have a line or even more from um, a Scarface, from a Tupac. Mm-hmm. And then even a Tupac. We use a Tupac. Tupac is going to have, maybe not from artists, but he's going to have it like from a, a Machiavelli, a Shakespeare, right? Yeah. He, I mean, he's drawing like sometimes, I mean, just directly, almost <laughs> verbatim from that, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, there's... There's a sense of satisfaction that comes from that too. So mm-hmm. you know, even when when you put something out, it may not do exactly what you wanted to do, but you never know who catches that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, well, yeah, like even even like in a small capacity that like I feel like with like our like m- like my band that I used to have with Under Oblivion, like there's a song that we've written, and uh, one of my friends who's got another like they ha- they have like an acoustic group. Like I mean. Under Blooming was metal and he's got like an acoustic group and he was like playing a song and there was like a melody that caught my attention and he's like I talked to him I was like hey that part's really cool this and that and he's like you know where I got that from and I'm like where and he points it out it's a it's a reference to like a melody that I had written in one of our songs and I was like he's like yeah I like kind of like drew inspiration from that and stuff and I'm like so as as small as I think that like our band was and like what we did like it's still an influence like that's why like exactly. that's why it, it it is it does come to a bit of like narcissism when you think like no my stuff is mine like i'm not influenced by anything like that's impossible like it's impossible because that's all you are yeah, it's an amalgamation of everything you've ever listened to and experienced stuff and it's not always even uh one of the things we, we've like touched upon i think with a few people now is that it's not even always like something you're trying to emulate or sound like but it's it's a feeling it's an experience it's like i remember how I felt the part when I listened to this part of this song and like, I want to do that. I want to make one of my songs do that to somebody else. You know what I mean? Or to, to, to me or whatever. I want to feel, I want to have that feeling in it. 
but that's that's all it is. Like all your music that you write, you draw from somewhere. And, and exactly. I know we have like a like we have a lot of times where we figure out like, oh, we we wrote this. Like, where's this from? Like, where do we get this from? Where's this idea from? And it's always we find like a way. Yeah, like, I was gonna mention that. I don't know if y'all know. OZ has like the <laughs> the greatest ears. Like his ears are. Uh, a reservoir of <laughs> I just I just knowledge. keep a whole bunch of random like information because it's all like it's all like sounds sometimes it's like oh you know what that sounds like or the pattern of this like it's from this because and it's not like I used to I used to when I, we first started writing music I used to think that was a bad thing I was like fuck like it sounds like why am I not original yes you know like, why can't I write why did I not invent the wheel like, bro why but, did I not invent the wheel but again like it, it, it adds to that's all that is is like it's not it's less of a Oh, you're like stealing from someone. It's more like a compliment because I, I like honestly like every time that happened, I didn't do it consciously. It was just like that's where I drew my inspiration. Like this is the music that I was listening to. I was listening to this. So the fact that like I'm writing something along those lines or similar comes out is like it's obvious because that's where I'm drawing my inspiration from. That's what I've listened to that is allowing me to write now, which is which has grown. I've realized that like that spectrum has grown so much in like what I listen to because I have a, like a lot of like again with feeling like a lot of like when I wrote like the song that we wrote like uh, uh Wasted Ages I was like my my thing was like vulnerability and I'm like how do I get this song to feel that vulnerable and what I drew from is like one of my favorite artists of all time which no one's probably gonna get like the reference of why I like that vulnerability but the person that taught me vulnerability was Juan Gabriel like my dude like is is the the king of doing like that like making sure like the emotion is felt straight through and i was like that's what i want and i was like so that song wasn't like i want him that song to sound like him it was like i want that song to make me feel like or make people feel like the way this dude like every time he sings a certain part like to make me feel I was like so that's the influence that i have and and it's all like that like we draw from everywhere but i like that with you like on your inspirations like you sometimes like you you come in and be like oh i heard this like song and even if it's just like the title like um i don't want to drop any of the stuff that you haven't released yet but no, there was can. one where you came with like the title of a song and i was like no it has nothing to do with what that song was about but the title inspired me to do like this song and it was like uh, um i won't say but uh but you came like that and it's like oh i have an idea like i that i completely drew off of just this name of this song or the other one was like oh like this this one had like a this type of melody in it and like i want to try to like do something like that but you i feel like you you also obviously write music and you were influenced by stuff but there's some of them where you purposely like i want to capture this yeah yeah i i straight like i i bought look so when, when when lil wayne was doing his thing i remember and look you know why i say lil wayne's one of the goats you know what i'm saying because he's probably one of the only artists ever that i think i've had such an up and down relationship with because <laughs> i've went from like loving lil wayne to being like man wayne trash but we don't is it when he was trying to play that guitar with uh, his thumb well, I, okay that actually shit. he was playing the guitar i thought he was cold see i didn't know that should annoyed me like a yeah, while like, but i mean you, i did kind of say guitar with that thumb? i was like i feel like he's just faking it but i mean it's, he it was playing cool. it it was just like i was like don't, don't do that <laughs> but now and then like i remember there was a video on youtube and i bet a bunch of people remember it and this, my concept from about music at that time especially like rap because rap the biggest thing at the time was you're supposed to make you know that's that's pretty much what separates you you write everything yeah you don't sing you don't play instruments you know you got some rhythm you know what i'm saying and you got poetry that's supposed to be the thing right rhythm yeah. and poetry rap so i remember a video came out about wayne and it was um like some of it were like covers at the time i didn't really understand the concept of covers from a rapper which is still not like a thing yeah you know but like he uh he covered like bar baby 
by Big Mo, Star okay. Baby. And uh, I was like, he, my, you know, I'm, a, I'm like, he stole the whole song. Oh, my God. He stole the whole <laughs> song. He, man, can you believe he stole Big Mo's song, fool? And then um, it was, the whole video was just talking about, like, when he was just um, just using other people's lines on yeah. songs. You know, so it was like Juvenile, obviously, which he was in a group of Juvenile, the Hot Boys. Mm -hmm. And it was like Jay-Z, somebody he really looked up to, Jada Kiss, you know what I'm saying? And these weren't from, like, really big songs. But then the cool thing about hip-hop is, like, what I started to get is, like, hip-hop is pretty much all that you have to take from it, right? I mean, it starts from DJ scratching things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, And then the beats come from samples. You know, you're mm. always taking from something else. Yeah. And then you have, like, the little niches, like, bounce music, which all of them, every single, which kind of like reggae always has, the, it has a name. Uh, and reggaeton has the same thing. That yeah. little, that, that, that to make it basically reggae, it has Dude. to have that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Whatever it's called, right, it has yeah. a name, but you know what I'm referring uh, to. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So and in New Orleans or in Louisiana, a lot of it has like the trigger man beat. So like a bunch of the bounce music, it's it's almost sounds like the same. I mean, no, a lot of it is like the same song. Yeah. Over and over, just <laughs> a different person wrote something different to it. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. might even use some lines from the last person's song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then I would just listen more. And I would all of a sudden, I'd be like, wait, that sounds like this song that my mama listens to. Mm -hmm. Like, I use, like, Pimp C's Coming Up. You know what I'm saying? The song, I would, you know, that's from, like, a Luther Vandross song. You know what I'm saying? That was, like, one of my pimp's favorite Pimp C songs for the longest. And then I'm a, I'm a smaller child, and all of a sudden, I hear my mom play Luther Vandross. And I'm like, Luther Vandross stole that song from Pimp C. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, boy, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. so... And I and I, zero's another one where I started noticing like okay they use a lot of references to other ones and now that I'm a big fan I really appreciate it because the first thing I say is like okay he listens to the same thing I listen to and um, so like I go in like purposely like especially like to keep myself like and since we since I am like a casual listener to with music mm -hmm. I listen to kinds of different things I think it's cool to connect those words you know yeah I mean excuse me connect those worlds yeah you know what I'm saying and um, just just bringing in I think it's cool I I love to to draw inspiration from it now nah, i don't care you know what i'm saying like i'll go in and you know now i won't do it like there's some artists drake is one drake is one who will like use like a well like a almost like if he's got a 16 bar verse drake would do like man like eight I, lines i've seen him steal like a, yeah. a whole thing and that, i i was gonna mention that I was like you had that like thing with lil wayne watching that video i did the same thing with like a drake video i'm like this dude is stealing like but it was like a lot i feel like so there's like i get like Doing like a few lines here and there to like what what is I think this is the word alliterate I don't, I don't know like just to show reference to like yeah. something else illusion. and like be like there you go illusion, um, but like to show reference because because maybe like that reference fits into like what they're doing on their song and most of the time it works but like on the Drake like video that I saw where it shows like every like line that he's taking I was like he takes a lot it's like, of this whoa, line. Yeah, it's a lot like I, I think like I don't know I can't remember the song right now but he took it from like Slick Rick. And I'm like, that's the whole verse. Like, that's all of it. And I'm like, man, that's a lot to take. Like, so look, my business side starts to think, like, you know what? What if what he did was actually the realest thing? Like, what if the artist on the song didn't actually pay him for the feature, so he wasn't going to waste his? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave, like, let's say Slick Rick or, uh, or Project Pack, you know, say he gave them publishing because he used it, you know, so what if he really just did the realest thing ever? That's you know what true. I'm saying? All he did. Now I don't know if that's really happening. You know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking that's sometimes what I that's what I like was putting to my head because I think it was on that um was it the I forgot the JB JB Black Boy? Oh man. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the song that he had. It was the song that, that you know what I'm talking about, right? He's a dude who made the shoot dance. Shoot. 
look who I'm around. If you, I don't know. Anyways, well, yeah. Drake, Drake on there, he did like, which makes sense because I, if I understand it correctly, and I might be wrong, I'm not, I'm not. I think I'm right though. I think Drake's dad is from Memphis, mm -hmm. and J Boy Block B is from Memphis, and so and who knows? For I know the beat had a sample, but Project Pat from Three Six Mafia. Drake took like I don't I don't know how many lines from it, but it was it was a sizable portion of the verse. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where it was just just directly from a Project Pat song. I mean, yeah. no no nothing. He didn't tailor it or nothing. You know, I mean, he tailored it to to match the beat. You know what I'm saying? But um, I was thinking I was like that's kind of crazy. But like okay, he gets on this J this this Black Boy JB Black Boy song, which is gonna blow up because he's on it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine JB Black Boy could have afforded a Drake verse at the time. Sure. You know, and then, excuse me, and then um. You know, maybe, you know, Project Pat, she probably has to get paid from that, right? I mean, mm -hmm. he used, you know, a bunch of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty yeah. real. And that's, that's a hit song. That's probably that's probably not bigger than any song Project Pat has put out. Because Project Pat's got some big songs, Sipping on Scissor, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, Chicken Head. But um, that, I'm sure that, that definitely helped his... It's got to be something, because you don't hear about, like... Nobody crying about it. Crying about, yeah, yeah, about it. So I'm like, oh, it's got to be a a thing where, where they work something out. And let's say, like, two... To whoever's like looking for it is gonna be like, oh, oh he's stealing this shit. But I'm sure there's something. Yeah, because like, like, thank you. Because <laughs> those are still more. Too. Listen yeah. to my whole album. Take it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Please. <laughs> I ain't written shit in years. I need to get paid. Please. No, well, and also but, too, but you know what I'm saying? Because those are the trailblazers of the genre, like a Three Six Mafia. Yeah, they're the trail. So when you have somebody who's uh, at the pinnacle of anybody, well, in music period, you know what I'm saying? I mean, who's really bigger than Drake? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, in in American, in American, in the Anglo market, yeah, I'd say that in the Anglo market, and really in the in the Western hemisphere in general. But I, I really go as far to say worldwide. There's very there's only so many people who are bigger than him, and um, I think that's also like a big, that's like you know a big nod. That's a nice gesture. Like hey, these people they were around when the music was coming up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they didn't get to enjoy everything that I'm enjoying. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it because of what they put. So let me spit that. And then maybe some other people, one day when they're looking it up, they see a Project Pet. Then they go listen to Project Pet, who they see influence me. And they get put on to, you know, 3-6 Mafia, which is, yeah. you know, legendary. Which hopefully that's, like, that's part of the sentiment, like, into doing that. Because I feel like uh, I did it. I, like, I, I think I can think of one, like, one instance where, where I did it. And it was, um, there was a, there's a song, um, there's a song by a band called Dance Kevin Dance. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I think it's me and Zoloft get along fine. But anyways, like the line goes, uh, it's I think it just goes like, I, I should have listened to your friends. You would have been over this by now. And on one of the songs that we wrote, um, I liked saying that, like, uh, listen to your like, listen to your friends. Like, so, so I, I mine, like, the melody's different and everything, but it says, I think I just say, uh, Uh, you should have listened to your friends and, and something else. But I say, but anyways, that little bit for me, I'm like, that's for me, that was a nod to like them. I was like, because not because like, oh, I'm trying to steal this, but more because like, I really like that band. Like, and that was cool. And it fit to what I was saying, like sort of. And uh, I got to add it like into that. And then for me, like when people ask for it, like I think even like Richard, who was in the actual band, just got it like a, like a few months ago who messaged me. He was like, He's like, hey, did you say this because of like this song and this band? And I was like, yeah, that's why. You know what I mean? Like, so just like little little tidbits and stuff like that. But 
it, it was more of an admiration because I love that man. Like it's it's more of showing like uh, a little nod and like respect to like this is one like, of my biggest yeah it's one of my biggest like you know influences at, at the time that worked with this. And I'm like oh let me just like do a little thing for myself really just like you know because I liked it but maybe someone will pick up on it again and which has happened you know I've had a few people like ask about it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, it, it kind of like helps and builds purposes. And and most of it was, you know, it's a flattery thing. It's it's an admiration thing more than anything. Um, well, that's really cool. I like how you take in, like I said, all the all the influences and work it into into your own music and and purposely do that. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's times yeah, where you purposely you. do that, and it, it it helps it helps write interesting music and push push yourself your writing abilities and and being like, oh, you know, just because you can copy a style doesn't mean you can execute it like well enough but um there's a difference between copying it and then taking influence from it and like let me build something off of like this idea and, and using it to to your skill set and uh, I, I feel like i've seen you do that quite a bit and do it do it well and uh, i really i really can't wait for like you to to start you know dropping that music that i've heard you work on um because i know it's gonna be really great and you're 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 gonna be up to to some really nice stuff like lately but um, With you in my corner, I believe so. You know <laughs> yeah, we might have something that got worked out. We might have something. I don't know. I don't know. It might yeah. be out there. It might be out there. Yeah, understand what I'm saying? But, stay tuned. <laughs> but wow. yeah, definitely, man. Like, I know we're going to stay tuned. Uh, I'm definitely always tuned into like what you're up to. And uh, I definitely love like how. how close we've gotten like over the years and how we've like kind of kept up with each other and helped each other i mean this podcast wouldn't really be like even happening without you like you're lending me like one of the cameras and let me borrow it. and uh just the fact that like we're able to like to go back and forth and like help each other out based on like that we recognize that each other is like working towards something and we want to be like each other's like you know not driving forces but if there's anything we can do to help it's kind of like you accomplish something. I feel like we both have the same attitude along with like DJ and like people like the team that we seem to be building around. It's like, okay, we're going to help in whatever capacity we can. If I can do something, you know, um, to help you, uh, get to like where you're going. then if I can help, like I want to do that for you. No, which... All I would like the only true thing that I, maybe not even as demand of you, you know what I'm saying? is just to keep pushing the envelope, you know what I'm saying? On your side mm -hmm. and growing, you know what I'm saying? Because I think you can really, I know you're going to accomplish a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. you're you're a very talented person. You're a very driven person. You're very uh, able with your people skills. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you can do a lot as long as you truly want to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? As long as you, you make it a point. So that's, you do that. And I know, like, I'm not, maybe I'm not like the greatest at, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I know I've been very, uh, I've done a good job of surrounding myself with uh, folks who can get get things done, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I know you're one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is going to be a big deal. Have you ever seen a Gutter TV? Uh, I think you, you started uh, sending me something. Yeah. So, yeah oh, you told me about Webby, it. Yeah. yeah Webby, you going to be big. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how every episode starts. You going to be big. Gutter TV, <laughs> man. You going to be big. And I mean that. You know what I'm saying? You going to be big. Like, as long as you want to, as long as you say, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to grow. Uh, 100%. I, I think this is like a good round for you. So. I think it, it's it's definitely something I've always, not always, like since I like started actually listening to podcasts, so like it seemed like a cool idea and it's always just like, that'd be neat to do. 
And I even tried it before by myself kind of thing. But this, literally, after I did the first one, the interview, I felt great. Like the the podcast itself, because it really wasn't like an interview interview. And I, and I like that. I'm like, oh, we're just talking. Like, that's cool. Like, I like that. And then I got the first one edited and finished. And I'm like, I enjoyed that a lot more than I than I initially thought I would. Because I, I and then like being blatant about it, like initially we're like, oh, we want to do it just to highlight some artists off the festival and like make it, make, you know, just give a little bit extra up to the, the festivals. That was it. And we planned like, oh, six episodes um, just in time for the festival. Like, and that's kind of going to be it. And then once I started doing it and I'm like, oh, like this can be something. And uh, I started seeing and started seeing it for what it could be. And uh, and I'm like, oh, like it, it can highlight people that are working out here that are hustling that are like great artists that i admire and for another thing it just satisfies my own curiosity like, like i'm giving myself the platform so where i can talk to cool people all the time and right. like i like i'm being like you know a musician and artist like myself like it doesn't matter what it like you know format it comes in like i can talk to like anybody and be like fast and like oh what are you doing like oh you know i had the the dudes in blaze culture which i'm like i don't know anything like really about like i know the gist about like skateboarding and stuff like that and things like but talking to them i'm like i get to be like oh like so what do you you know what do you guys do about this and there's like a bunch of like vendors that are supposed to come on here that i don't know anything about like their market and stuff like that but being able to just sit there and poke someone's brain about it and like them wanting to tell you because like i love what you're doing is you're building like like i know you just said that you don't you know know all about this you know you might have but you know who else didn't know a lot of about whoever they were always interviewing? Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, even um, I'd say even uh, even a Vlad, even a no, uh, even a no jumper. I'd say. I mean, I could be wrong about that one, but I'd say def yeah. definitely a Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> but you, but you okay. learn, and it's 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 very it's very cool. And even like I said, like some of the, like some of these artists are artists that I really actually like. Everyone that I put on here. I think uh, I knew everybody except for um, Tony Love, which I got to talk to him. That was awesome. Yeah. Like having a conversation with him, I'm like, oh, like, and then I listened yeah, to like some of his music, and I'm like, okay, like, how does and now like how does he write this stuff? Like, how does he do this? Like, it's not the same approach like anybody else takes. Like, everybody's is different. The first three, you know, I, I had you know I had uh, my friend Jesse Riker, and then the bad astronauts on here, and I'm like, oh, I, I kind of know them. So like I was a little more comfortable with them than talking this and that with Tony. Like I'm like, oh, I I was just meeting Tony that day. I've seen him perform and I've like listened to his music. I was like, but I'm just meeting him today. It's like this is our first conversation we're having together, and it's like it's on a podcast or whatever. But treating it that way, and it's it's a genuine thirst for just being curious about like, hey, how do you how do you go about doing what you do? Because one of my favorite things to do is literally playing. It's it's playing to my strength in this, but it's I love talking to people about what they're passionate about because there's not you won't get a better like conversation from someone of someone actually giving a crap about what they're telling you about. Like if you ask me about my job, I'm gonna take like a minute or two to tell you what I do. Like if you ask me about projects that I'm working on or like stuff that I enjoy doing, like I will talk your ear off. Like I will talk to you like, you know, for hours. And we've had, that's it's conversations that like with, with Jesse I've had before with you. I know we've had like conversations about music and then it branches off into like other stuff. Like we, we just, we can talk, you know, about these things because like, again, we're like passionate like about like what we're doing and, and things that we enjoy. And that's all this podcast is, is letting people highlight what they love 
and, and talk as much as they want about it because I'm I'm like I'm fine like we can go until like this thing runs out of memory which we kind of ran into that issue already right, today right. Um, or until the camera overheats but like there's no time limit this and that it's just uh, it's just a, a natural feel to it and I feel like that's that's the easiest way to do it but um, again I honestly really appreciate with the help that you've had like in in hand in this. Um, Again, it's one of the reasons why I, I curate the people that I have around me like a lot more now. And you're definitely one of those people that I love having around because it, it, it's like I said, inspires me to drive and and to push forward. And and it seems impossible at certain times, like that things are possible. But like, I think that was my attitude a lot more before. But now with like with like you around, with like DJ around, like working like hard it's like oh these things aren't like just seeing what he did with chill sounds and like in chill sounds and breakdowns like this past like saturday i'm like this dude did it like i i stood there and people heard me like um like my girlfriend heard me a bunch of times just like look around and just be like this motherfucker did it like the whole time like i, I said it like four different times out loud and people caught me saying it because i just stared around and i'm like this dude did it you know what i mean like this this it stuff like this can be done you know something that I knew he was working. I saw him work on it, like you know, constantly and consistently. Yeah, because you were around, you know, just like I saw the whole process. The you know what I mean? Like I literally saw the entire process. Every idea that ha- like that happened there, like I'm, no, I'm not gonna say ran by me, but like he like mentioned to me before, so I knew all these. Things. I'm like, how? Like how did you get like these guys to show up? Like how did you get this to happen? He's great, and I told him that from the first time when we collaborated. When he when he hollered at you know what I'm saying? When he hollered at me, he was just like, hey. This is the idea I could have. This is the idea I have. You know, let's let's make it happen. And I was like, all right, you know, we're gonna make it happen. You know, and I, I know, I know him. I, I he he probably I mean he probably knows this now, but really, and when he first called me for the first one and the second one, I was like, he could probably get it done on his own. He just hadn't had that you know that demonstration of competence. Yeah. Maybe he just felt like you know I don't know. You know, so we came and we did our part, but you know what I'm saying. Undoubtedly, you know, he did his thing. He was the he was the magic fairy dust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That made it exciting. Same with the second one, you know, where he was a bit more comfortable, you know what I'm saying, and added that extra razzle dazzle. Which is how like he was able to push, like because because he had like some of that confidence. And also like the shows that he's working with you guys that right, they've been right. putting and on like again, it's just building. It's it's building. all gotta build. It's all gotta be about yeah, building. Yeah, it makes and us growth. proud as a company because you know what I'm saying? Like we love to that's that's what it is, you know. Aeronautics is the science of progression. Yeah, you know, I don't remember when you had the definition tees. Yeah, that's what it used to say, the science of progression. And I mean, and yeah, watching him work with us, kind of, you know, as a as a collaborative partner, you know, then applying what he's got with us to that, and then make chill sounds and breakdowns to what it was. You know, there's mm-hmm. kind of goes back to what we're talking about with the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to see that our influence that we had on that, that's that's great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you too. So like. We're, you know what I'm saying. I, I I speak for the company when I say, um, you know, tough daddy. I say when I say, um, whatever. You know what I'm saying. No, you, you know, bang my line for whatever idea you have, no matter how capricious or <laughs> preposterous it is in nature. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, holla, and you know, I definitely see what I can. You know what I'm saying. What I can swing. You know, yeah. we can get done because. We we about everything. We about the podcast, you know, Aerovision. We want to do not necessarily a podcast like this, mm. but something similar. Like you and I spoke about yeah, I was the the clothing. You know what I'm saying? That's always the thing. Push the envelope on that. The music, the the shows, working with the schools. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
you know, growing. That's it. That's all working with bands, rappers, whatever you whatever you want to be. Uh, I'll do a freak show if you tell me. You get some <laughs> of those little those dudes with. And I was in Houston. They were talking about that the last time I went. They were talking about like the dudes who have like I don't know no bottom or whatever no bottom part. Of their oh, what, just, just like torso. a torso. <laughs> yeah, you know the dudes who can like hang from the ceiling with. I don't know the hooks or whatever it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, I've seen that. Ooh, yeah, like gross. freak shows. This yeah, 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 I do yeah. a free, I do a whole freak show tour. You know, I'm with it. I do a circus. <laughs> you know, find me the giraffe or whatever. Or the, the <laughs> Let's do a circus. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we're about all that. You know what I'm saying? All of it. Everything. 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 It's, everything. Everything. It's just about finding like it doesn't matter. Literally, I think like you guys like it doesn't matter the idea. It just it matters that there's someone willing to put in the work to do it. Like yeah. that's that's I feel like that's at the root of like what it is and what's helped you guys progress and 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 be where you guys are today. And no, I definitely appreciate the support and stuff like that. I appreciate you coming on today. Um absolutely. Um and again, I can't like wait to see what you and like Aeronautics has planned for the future. I'm sure it's going to be bigger and better than what we've already seen. So, we're definitely excited for that. Um but again, Dizzy Davis Look that dude up on everything. He's got a bunch of music streaming now. Look up for Aeronautics for future shows. They got a bunch. Anything you want to plug in that's happening? Oh, man, just all the show. Be waiting on us in Jacksonville. Be wait Jacksonville, Florida. Be waiting on us in Tampa. Wait on us in Miami. We all coming. All the flyers are dropping soon. Memphis, we coming back. We go to Houston tomorrow. You know, it's a Damn. lot going on. You know what I'm saying? We're going back to Austin. San Antonio going again. New Orleans, Louisiana, we praying for you. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we had some set it out there with 504 Icy Girl. Shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nashville, we coming to holla. Los Angeles, San Francisco, we coming to holla. Tijuana, we coming to holla. You know what I'm saying? Medellin, we coming to holla. Cartagena, Barranquilla, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We, the, everything's just in the, in the making. You know what I'm saying? So... Just just follow us on the on the IG, you know, Aeronautics, and then the other one is Aero Life Shows. My personal IG is Dizzy Davis, D I Z Z I D A V I S. Uh, we might be at a school near you. I'm really working on connecting like the school stuff to everything we got going as far as like donations and events. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we we working, I'm trying to hit all continents, trying to hit all areas. And shout out to uh, my dog right here. You know what I'm saying. I didn't see this fool grow <laughs> and support. You know what I'm saying for. For a long, grow as a man, grow as a businessman. You know what I'm saying, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see what this grows into. I think it's gonna trip y'all out where he's at <laughs> in like the next. I'd say, 18 months. You know what I'm saying. Keep that consistency. That 18 months, it'd be something nuts. You know what yeah. I'm saying. And I'll definitely make sure that we know we do our part. Like I said, just bang my line. You know what I'm saying. He's also gonna, he's gonna start doing interviews in other languages too. I'm a big proponent of other languages, so, you know, we are here. Una vez más, gracias a Dizzy Davis por pasar y hablar con nosotros el día de hoy. Sí, señora, estamos aquí en la orden siempre. <laughs> Así es nomás. No. Ah, bueno. bueno, well, gracias por parar por aquí. Y recuerden a seguir a Chill Sounds y Breakdowns en el YouTube. En el YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram el Facebook y Twitter. Y el Instagram. El Twitter todavía no está en el futuro. Saludos. Ay, man, thanks for stopping, man. I appreciate it.